Hey loves, today's episode features YouTuber Kalia, also known as Shine Kalia on YouTube. Today we're going to talk about her YouTube channel, she's going to dive into her miscarriage story, and we're going to talk about the future. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hey loves, I'm Deandra, your fellow blogger and podcast host talking all things lifestyle, giving you all of the real and everything in between, while also leaving you with some motivation at the end. So put on your crowns, fill up your favorite cup, and enjoy, because you're tuned in to the Black Princess Diaries podcast. Hello guys, happy Sunday. I hope you guys are having a great day and I hope you guys have had a great week and are having a great start to your week. So today um, we have an interview. It's going to be our first guest for season four. I'm super excited and even more excited because it's not just any guest, but it's one of my best friends. Um, her name is Kalia and I've known her for a while now, but I will let her do the introducing for herself. So go ahead, Kalia, and tell the listeners who you are. Hello, hello, lovely people. This is Kalia. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kalia, you're a new member of the YouTuber community. Uh, so I have to know, what made you want to start YouTube? So the main reason why I started YouTube is because, like, when I was younger, a lot of the times I always wanted someone that I could relate to or someone that could, um, in a sense, guide me in a direction and stuff. And so I watch actually a lot of YouTube and I, I can relate to some people, but it's like I don't totally relate to, to anyone. And so I was like, you know what? Why not start making videos as it relates to me? Like, you know, just go out and be a content creator and create these moments that I've always wanted because there's somebody out there possibly looking for the same thing that I've always wanted so yeah that's why I started I love that I feel like if you don't see something that relates to you no matter what it is either it's the kind of life you want or maybe um I know like in the body positivity community like some people might not see their own body size or anything so it's like they go out and they represent themselves so now they have themselves out there so someone finally sees someone that was similar to them whether it's something like that or anything if you don't see something out there that represents you then why not go out and do it yourself be the first person and then other people can finally see that since they haven't seen it anywhere else they finally see it and now you've made a change you are a representation of what hasn't been represented before so I love that and I went back on your YouTube channel and I see that you have 75 subscribers already and you've been on YouTube for what just a month and um about I want to say I actually started in November I should know this right I should it right okay (laughs) but regardless you still you're still pretty new especially when it comes to when you started um posting videos like you're still relatively new and to already be at 75 subscribers that's pretty amazing because it takes 
a while to grow and you to already almost be at 100 it's amazing and it it says something it says something about your work it says something about how people feel about your videos already so I think that's pretty amazing and that you're in a really great direction already and so I wanted to know like what kind of videos do you like to post on your channel let the people know who are listening what kind of videos typically um do you like to put on your channel so right now you know i'm still trying to figure out exactly where i fit like my niche but i do like to do trial hauls because i like to shop so since i like to shop why not show what i got um so i do like doing trial hauls and honestly like i do actually like to talk so sitting down and like doing my makeup i'm not a makeup artist i'm not doing a makeup tutorial <laughs> but i like to sit down and talk and just about different things about life, you know, about things I go through. And honestly, I do want to talk about body positivity um, because that's something that I deal with and things like that. But those are really the things that I do. I honestly can't necessarily say exactly other than the um, other than the trial hauls for sure. But yeah, I do my makeup. I do my hair. You know, I try to look cute and stuff. But yeah, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, girl, you succeed because when I'll be seeing you in those try-ons, I'm like, yes, girl. <laughs> yes, I see you. You know it because I'll text you. I'll comment. You know it. I'm like, I yes. Mm-hmm. I see you be feeling it. I see you feel yourself, too. Doing your oh little twirls and stuff. I see it. <laughs> Ain't no shame we game. We like it. We like it. <laughs> Period. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to take a quick turn for a moment um, and just get into a serious topic. So on your channel, you have a three-part segment where you've been sharing your miscarriage story. So can you talk a little briefly about that? Um, yes, I can. So back in February, I actually found out that I had a miscarriage. Um, and with that... It was like I didn't feel like anyone understood exactly how I was feeling. And so I was like, you know what? Like, I didn't realize actually how often that this happens to women at all until I was actually in this situation. So, okay, I was like, you know what? I want to share my experiences because since this happens so often, but nobody's really talking about it. I want to talk about it. Like, I want to talk about it because there's somebody out there that needs someone to talk to just as I want it. And so I'm going to give them that person to talk to. They can come and talk to me. So that's really the reason that drove me to talk about the miscarriage on the channel. That's really the biggest motivation I had to even go forth and like show my story. Because, you know, I had it in February. I just took my time to heal. And then I was like, okay, let's talk. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's so amazing. You know, I always tell you all the time how like, um, I'm proud of you for being so strong and sharing that because I know it was really hard to do that. But I'm mm -hmm. so proud of you for doing that because some women, you know, and it's fine. Some women, they can't even share that. Like just the thought of it breaks down and cry, which is completely understandable. So it mm -hmm. takes a lot of strength and courage to even not just share it, but, you know, share it on the internet with so many people that have so many, you know, views and everything so to just be that vulnerable and to share with the world pretty much 
it's it's amazing. That takes a lot of strength and courage to do. So I'm again, I'm proud of you. Always will be proud of you. I'm proud Thanks, of you. Girl. <laughs> You're welcome. But you know, there's so many women that feel the same as you. You know, they feel alone in these situations. They don't know, you know, that there are so many more women just like you, just like all the other women who've dealt with this. There's so many women who have gone through this similarly, but because you know not you know it's not easy to talk about so it's no one knows if no one really talks about it you know no one's going to know um but the rate of miscarriages is high and even more so for black women like you know you and myself and even with childbirth black women have a higher risk of dying from complications and so coming from your experience dealing with how you were handled by like doctors and everything uh medical wise can you talk about how you're feeling and the improvements you feel should be made as far as how doctors handle these types of situations especially with how they treat and care for black women because i feel like um you know black women are at higher risk so i feel like doctors should handle situations like this with black women differently than they would handle other women. So can you talk a little bit how you feel about how you were dealt with and um, everything while you're in the hospital and going with everything? Um, So this actually was one of my like first true hospital experiences because I haven't had to be in the hospital um, for anything else. So with my doctor, I have a black male doctor, a black male OBGYN. Um, and I honestly, I've seen him a few times throughout this process, but the way that they handled it honestly really truly frustrated me because I felt like I wasn't given enough information. And this is something that is happening to my body. So why haven't I been told exactly what was going on? It was kind of like, oh, you need to see a specialist. And then the specialist telling me what's going on and saying, oh, did your doctor tell you? And I'm like, no, like I'm here and they're explaining it to me. So I feel like that matter, like they have to take into account that I am a human being. This is my body that this is happening to. So I need to be more informed on what's going on with me. Right. That was like one of the main things. And I had the nurses that I had were they were pretty decent. I had two that were honestly amazing. But the others, it was really shaky because of course I had to be um they woke me up uh, numerous times to do uh like blood work and to check my vitals and everything. But like they were like slamming the door. So I'm like this is I'm already in this uncomfortable hospital bed and y'all doing all these things to me. I just felt like there could have been a better way to care for me and that I mean that was really the bulk of it and I, I saw my doctor a couple of times too and it was okay I just I feel like the communication is the main aspect that really disappointed me though yeah you know how I felt about that already when you were talking me like I was not for it because it makes no sense you should let the person know what's going on and it does it doesn't matter what the situation is regardless, you're, the patient deserves to know what's going on, what's going to be happening to them. They need to be updated every second. Like, you can't just jump in and be like, oh, we're about to do this now. And that's a problem. Um, and I think many hospitals, many doctors, they need to work on that. They need to keep the patient informed. 
you know, I feel mm-hmm. like there's a lot of secretiveness going on sometimes. I don't know if they just don't want to scare the patient or whatever, but the patient has the right to know what's going on. Like, it's their body. It's the patient's right. body, you know, regardless it's happening and they have to know. I understand if they want to be sure before they say anything, but at the same time, it's like, you know, don't be alarmed. We're still looking into things, but this is what could possibly happen, et cetera. And they need to make sure they're taking the proper steps to, you know, figure things out and to also make sure that the patient feels secure, feels cared for and everything like that. And that's why, that's one reason why um, people, especially, you know, women, Black women, they they prefer not to go to a hospital is because of situations, things like this not being handled properly. But, right. you know, and I hate that you went through that experience because, um, you know, it's like things already... The reason for being there, you know, is already bad enough and, you know, probably taking a big toll on you. So to deal with that and to have to deal with not being treated the best um, and not being handled the best, I can only imagine how, you know, how much that added on even more. Um, right, for sure. But, you know, like I already say, I'm proud of you for still, you know, getting through that and make me do that regardless and you know I love you girl I love you too yeah like it was tough I'm not gonna lie like the process was tough and everything because I had to have the um D&E uh procedure done which is the uh dilation and evacuation so they basically had to take him out of me um and after that is really when the process really started for me as in like I was tearing up that was the biggest part like after the fact and coming home empty-handed that was the main thing so it's like I went through all of this on this end and so that experience was already bad for me then I had to come home and deal with like the my mental and emotional side of everything so I'm just like okay come on somewhere this could have been better not necessarily I don't want to say better but I could have been cared for more on this end and then that way I could just come home and deal with me and not be frustrated over what had happened when I was in the hospital. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get yeah. you um, 100%. I completely understand. <laughs> and since you did bring up, um, you know, the mental aspect and everything. So um, can you just state like how you're feeling now? I know it never gets easier, but can you yeah. state how you feel now versus, you know, that moment then? So now it's like, I just feel like there is something missing in my life. Of course, I feel like there is a, like a hole. I want to say like a hole in my heart that, you know, I can't say it will ever be totally filled because that place will always be there um, for the child that I would, be, I would have right now here with me. But I'm getting there day by day. Um, my partner and I, my partner is actually has been so supportive through the whole process. Some things I know he can't totally understand, but he has helped me mentally and emotionally to get back to me, to get back to who I am. And so I could move forward, not forget, but just move forward. Yes, I love that. Um, and I do want to just make a little disclaimer since we are on the subject that if there are, you know, any of my listeners or anything who have gone through this or are going through anything um else like it is important to talk to somebody um if you feel like you can't talk to a professional which I always always advocate for talking to a professional um but at least 
if you know you have a friend that's willing to listen, just anything, it's always important to express how you're feeling um, and get it out instead of keeping things in because it's it's never going to, you know, it's never going to make it better by keeping it. It's actually going to make it worse. Um, I just want to put that little disclaimer because I'm all for positive mental health and everything like that. So I did want to get that out while we're on that subject. Um, but again, thank you so much for talking about this experience because I know each time you talk about it, it's not easy to bring it up. So I thank you so much for talking about it with my uh, listeners because I'm sure there's someone out there who probably went through the same thing and they probably feel like they're alone, like how you felt you were alone. So, you know, you just one person, um, one listener, she might be listening to this and might realize, wow, I'm not alone. Like I, I know that I feel that and I understand how she's feeling because I feel it too. So I appreciate you for speaking on that. Um, but let's move on to a little lighter, back to something lighter now. So I want to get back to talking about your YouTube. Um, so I want to know, where do you see yourself in the next five years when it comes to your YouTube channel? So the next five years, and it's crazy because like I haven't thought about that before. So, um, but the next five years, I'm hoping to be um, thriving and getting my journey out to people to see like the real aspects of things that happen throughout your life, as well as, you know, the things like try on hauls and everything. But I do, I probably will bounce between like the serious note and to like uh, entertainment and things like that. But I definitely would love to thrive in that and then get into some other things as well. But yeah, that's kind of where I see myself at this point. I don't want to overthink or underthink myself if that, if those are even words that make sense but yeah <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at right now still trying to figure it all out okay and you mentioned some other things so what other things do you think you would have in mind besides just being a youtuber I've always been into like interior design so hmm. ooh. <laughs> I I hear some DIYs, but I'm hoping that that could get me in to further my journey to connect with some people or companies, you know, that deal a lot with interior design and everything. So I could broaden my horizon to so many other things. Like that's something that I really, really, really would love. Yeah, I would love to see you get into that. I always see you trying to fix your place up and everything. So I would... <laughs> love to see you get into that okay I might be buying something from you or something who knows we'll see Period. where this goes y'all might be buying something <laughs> from Miss Kalia okay look out for her <laughs> but let's say that you've made it and now you're a full-time YouTuber working for yourself so tell us what would an average day look like versus how your days are looking now that's interesting because I sometimes I sit and think about that if I had more time or I created my schedule more so the main thing I want to do is get myself on a healthier track because I am I do work full-time so I am up by 6 p.m probably about 6 45 really and I don't I really like I skip breakfast a lot of the times and you know there's stress on my mind most of the time so you know yeah it's going to look totally different but I'm hoping I'll be able to eat healthier eat breakfast work out really get myself together mentally I think that would be good like you know start my day with some affirmations and um, being able to just peacefully get things done 
Um, I, I think I can't really say per se because I don't necessarily have a routine now, which is probably not good, even for like my weekends. But I just see less of a stress if I had more time and I was a full-time YouTuber, I definitely would have a lot more time to do a lot of the things that I would like to do as a daily routine, you know, get into the word and everything. That's like the best part of working for yourself is just being able to have your own schedule, being able to finally make time to do the things that you want to do in your morning that you can't do when you're working that nine to five. So I'm excited for you. I know it's going to happen and I'm ready to see it. I'm ready for you to finally be able to create your own mornings and I'm ready to get them those texts. They're like, you know, I just had a peaceful morning. I did this, this, and this. I'm like, yes, told you, girl. I told you. <laughs> I'm ready and I can't wait to see it. We'll both be having our own mornings together, okay? I'm ready for it. <laughs> but so to wrap this up you know I love to leave my listeners with just some form of motivation or something to just bring some positivity you know um that they can leave with them at the end of my episodes so I'm going to ask you because you're the guest for today what's something that you would like to leave the listeners with the biggest thing is something that people have heard before the sky is the limit that is something that I truly believe and like I said before like I wanted to do you I started doing YouTube because I couldn't relate totally to other people and if that's the case for you be out there and be different there are different things that you can do there's so many things literally do it don't be afraid because your fear will stop you from accomplishing like amazing things there's so many things that could be done the sky's the limit. <laughs> I love that. I 100% agree. You got to just go out there and do it because you never know. You could be missing some chances. You never know what could happen if you sit in that comfortable space. You got to go up there and take leap. Like you said, the sky's the limit. All mm-hmm. right. So tell the people, where can they find you? Give the socials, give the YouTube, all that. Where can they find Miss Kalia? Where can they watch your videos? All of that. Let the people know. Well, beautiful people, you can join with my sunflowers. You can find me on YouTube at Shine Catalea. That is Shine K-A-T-A-L-E-Y-A. And you can also find me on Instagram under the same Shine Catalea. And if you would like to follow me on Snapchat, I am there at Shine Catalea X Zero. Yes, those are the places you can find me. And come on, join this journey that I'm taking. I'm here. I'm ready. Yes, you better do it because you're missing out. And I also have her information written in the description as well. So you guys can go ahead and click the links and you'll be sent directly to her YouTube and all of her socials. Um, But that is going to be all for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Kalia for joining today's episode and giving her insights, her thoughts, and everything like that. Again, I hope you guys are having a great Sunday or whenever you're listening to this. And I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks, love, for tuning in. Be sure to give us a rating and your feedback. We love to hear your thoughts. Are you following us on social media? Check us out on Instagram at TDPD Podcast and be a part of the fun. 
You can also check our website in the description where you can read blog posts, check out other links, and even listen to more podcast episodes. Until next time.